day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Genesis Gems episode 67, where we cover California games. I am one of the co-hosts, Nick Stevens, and with me this time is... Aaron, how's it hanging, dudes? Aaron. California. And who else we got today? We got some other some other hoser here. Radical Rob, what's up? Rob is here. He was on our last Patreon episode, and he's back. He's back. Rob say? Thomas. Rob Thomas. <laughs> From Matchbox 20. You know yes. it. So smooth. I just like him with Santana. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I, I tell you what, you were Santana today, man. Oh. Yeah, I'm... you were. You were. I was very impressed. I just saw it about uh, 20 <laughs> minutes before you. we recorded. A little improv. My kids are at my mom's house. I was like, I'm gonna record myself playing guitar. Haven't done that in a while. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I, nice. I I sold out the guitar today, and uh, the kids are like, "What's that noise?" <laughs> <laughs> What's that noise? <laughs> no, they they were happy I was playing something. Just banging out some chords. We, there, there's a story when I was in high school. I was in my room just being obnoxious with my guitar. I didn't know how to play real well. Just real loud distortion stuff. My dad opens the door. He says, who do you think you are? I looked at him. I said, Jimmy Van Nicky. <laughs> uh, I thought he was going to uh, say something about Twisted Sister. Twisted Sister. I Is that a rock. Twisted Sister pin on your jacket? <laughs> I want to rock. I want to rock. <laughs> <laughs> Genesis Gems. Right. Yeah. Gentlemen. Gem- I love how we're covering like California games in the dead of winter. Oh, it's so cold right now. <laughs> and, but you know what? It's basically, I mean, if you go over to Australia, it's like 100 degree heat over there. So it all works out. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's what we had in mind when we, when we chose it. Yeah, I mean, did, we cho- did we choose when it? When you host it? Right. No, yeah. this was a Patreon pick. Oh, oh nice. okay. Oh, yeah. who, who picked it? Oh, you're putting me on the spot here. Oh, what a hoser. I feel so bad. Let's go look. Oh, oh, yes, it was Martin Cook. Ah, sorry, sorry for the pause. Martin Cook says hi, Genesis Gems. Just letting you know, letting you know, I love your podcast, and today I have increased my pledge to five dollars. Thank you, Martin. Oh, cool. No rush, but I notice I'm able to select a game to cover at this level. My immediate thought was one of my favorite franchises, California Games. I attended a gaming night with my friends, and a few months ago we had a blast playing multiplayer with California Games. Surfing is still hard. Yes. Yeah. So pretty cool. He actually asked if we could compare the differences between the Master version and the Mega Drive Genesis. Ooh, so. I can a little bit. Yeah. Cool, oh, I cool. know like one cool. major thing that's not in this game that's like in almost every single other version. The disc. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, frisbee. Like, where's yeah. my frisbee? Yep. <laughs> so that's cool. Thanks, Martin. We appreciate you increasing your pledge, and we picked your game. So there you go, buddy. Hey, and if you'd like to connect with us, if this is your first time listening, we are on the web. We're everywhere. We're on the web at www.genesisgemspodcast.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash genesisgemspodcast. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash genesisgems. Send us an email at genesisgemspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at gengems. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. And we are part of the Retro Junkies Network at theretrojunkies.com. And if you'd like to, for us to play a game of your choosing, you can do that by going to Patreon and supporting us. $1 a month will get you all the exclusive episodes. Other tiers will get you things like being able to pick a game for us, uh, being on the show yourself, and a lot of cool prizes, a lot of cool stuff that we're going to be doing soon. So go to patreon.com slash genesisgems and donate. And we would also like to thank our patrons. We've got a big list here. Um, 
getting getting pretty high up here, guys. We've got over 30 guys here, so be, wow. pa- be patient with me as I read everyone here. So we'd like to give a big thanks to our patrons, starting with Chris Vanderhoff, Daniel Tolan, Jared Adams, Andrew Coed, Martin Cook, Rob, Bob Bailey, Timothy McGowan, Axel Hayes, Tyler J., Stephen Godvich, Chris Fox, Brody Pedal, Otto, Gre- Otto Gregerson, Jim Jones, Jim, Mighty Matt D., Joseph Garris, Gabe Van Gilder, I am McGarry, Classic Gaming Quarterly, Cutta, NZ17, Ross Beck, Alex, Bastian Nocera, Alex Ray, Jason Wilson, Bradley Smith, Retro Blist, Andy Layton, John Grayson, Joshua Witt, Landon Long, and Michael. So there's that wow. big list. Isn't that nice? That's awesome. Thank you all so much. Couldn't do this without you. Really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Thanks, thank you. Thank you I'll for tell you, being a gem. A gem. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, you were getting fast at that. Holy cow. <laughs> Jeez. It's faster all, every time. I'm all hyped up a Mountain Dew. <laughs> Come on, Jack. I got my Mountain coffee. <laughs> I'm actually going on a fast. Uh, re- religious le- reasons coming up next few weeks. So I'm like packing in all the nasty food. <laughs> stuff oh, like nice. <laughs> is that Ash Wednesday coming up? Or well, what, what is it? it's something our church does every year. I'm doing like nice. a fast where I'm pretty much just eating like fruits and vegetables. And that's pretty much it. So. That's ah, good for you, man. The no coffee thing is going to kill me. Oh, that's going to be rough. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you for that. Um, no new iTunes reviews this time, which makes me sad, listeners, so please go give us some <laughs> iTunes reviews. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, how have you guys been? I know we haven't talked on the regular show for about three weeks. We had a Patreon a couple weeks ago, but uh, you guys been doing all right? Uh, shoot, man, I'm I'm doing great. Uh, I don't know if I should let Rob go first, though, because you know he's kind of our guest of honor. Hard oh. to have him on the show. Oh, you're too kind. What, what a <laughs> what a nice host head. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing fine, doing fine. Uh, I'm really excited. Tomorrow, as a matter of fact, um, uh, my wife and I we find out if uh, our next little one is a boy or girl. So you know we're we're excited. Uh, got a feeling it's a girl, and now you know that I've said that it's probably going to be a boy. And I'm <laughs> I doesn't matter either way, so long as the little one's healthy. I'm just really excited about that, and I'm kind of tore up. I just told the guys this right before we recorded. I watched Up for the first time, and uh, I'm a little emotional tonight. <laughs> That's a powerful movie, but uh, but yeah, that, it, it's been nice. You know, I've had a lot of good family time lately. I've gotten to play a little bit of games, and I really can't complain at all. But uh, but I know Aaron, you've been through quite a bit lately, man. Oh yeah, uh, shoot. So it was a huge weekend for me. Uh, I was originally supposed to take off. Most of last week, but uh, work take off. Like, yeah, yeah they were like off. take off. No, they they wanted me to work um, after one one basically. So last week um, I got to take off Friday basically. I took a plane over to DC Thursday night though. It's basically like a connecting flight, San Antonio to Dallas to to DC. And then I took a cab over to MAGFest, which is the uh, Mid-Atlantic. Well, I forgot. It had one name, but now it's like (laughs) the Music and Gaming Festival, basically. And it's the largest festival in North America dedicated to video games and music, video game music. And uh, you've got tabletop gaming. You've got... A probably one of the biggest arcades in the world <laughs> when you go there. They've got it all set up with pinball games, oh, old man. school arcade games of any sort you can ever think of. Uh, I got to throw down some NBA Jam with my buddy. Oh, 
Yeah, got to play some NBA Jam. I lost, but that's okay. You know, it was pretty close. We were, you know, it's about thirty points. No, no, just kidding. <laughs> no, it was, it was about he he won by about a two four point lead, at the very end. Um, I think it he was, was kicking the shoes. It with Pippen. Yeah, <laughs> it was the shoes. I think. But uh, yeah, man, I had I had so much fun. They also had like a huge console area where you could play. Any console you could think of, you could check out games you want to play, and they had a retro computing area. And uh, the main, main reason I was there is because I go over to the chip space area, and uh, this year I was a full-time volunteer, so that means my hotel room was comped, and uh, nice. I didn't have to pay for a ticket. So I really just had to come up with travel there, and I flew there, and uh, I rode back with my friend, Dan, um, who's actually in our group, uh, and rode with him and his girlfriend on the way back, like a 24-hour <laughs> car trip. <laughs> oh, wow. But uh, man, the, the experience at Chip Space was amazing because I was actually the DJ for the last two nights of the event. Uh, last shoot, actually, I say night, but uh, I was doing it from the time we opened it up at about 12 p.m. all the way to 11 p.m. at midnight. Or eleven, you know, eleven p.m. Um, I say midnight, but yeah, it was it was just great. Got to meet a lot of awesome people. Um, you know, I did I did the DJ thing um, uh, or the MC thing, I should say. Got to be the MC for the event. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> I can, I'm losing my mind here, guys. But I lost my voice, and so by the end, I was just like, sound like. You know, I drank a bu- bunch of whiskey and smoked a bunch of cigars. Uh, I was like, how bad my voice was. I can never picture you doing that, man. <laughs> you got to watch the stream. If you head over to twitch.tv slash geekbeatradio, uh, I was actually part of a showcase for uh, Chiptunes for Autism. And basically what we do is we raise money for various autism charities and um, all proceeds from that day for our event uh, went to those charities. And basically, I'd put together these DVDs uh, with these homemade album sleeves with my kids. Uh, so we made about 30 of them and sold all of them. Uh, they wow, sold out at awesome. the event, which was amazing because we still had some. And then while... Um, my showcase was going on. You know, we had three artists. It was Eight uh, Bit Songstress, and then it was my buddy Chain Reaction, who I'd done a Sega Genesis song with, uh, and then myself at the end. And man, I, I had a blast. Uh, <laughs> there's there's so many pictures, and I made uh, a GIF uh, or a GIF, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and it yeah, so so for. Chain Reaction set. Uh, Chain Reaction actually performed two songs we'd worked together on, and and then on Lydia, which is the one that we had on Chiptunes Equals One Volume Six, we actually performed solos live. So he'd take like an eight bar solo, and then I'd jump on his keyboard and take another eight bars, and then we'd switch off <laughs> until the the bridge of the song. So it was it was pretty fun. It, it was pretty cool. Uh, and then I got on, and um, what's funny, my laptop broke. It broke oh, in half. Oh, so I had to no. borrow someone's laptop, um, my buddy's lap- laptop, and it worked out. Um, I just 
got people pumped, danced like a madman, played uh, mostly <laughs> Sega Genesis tunes, yeah. including some new stuff that uh, no one's really heard. And people actually seem to really enjoy it. So got the crowd pumped up and man, it, it was it was a blast. And uh, on my last song, I actually had this guy uh, who's just an amazing guitarist. His name's Nellward and a really good composer. He he got up on stage also and, and played guitar to my last tune. And then, wow. uh, yeah, we transitioned into him because he was going to open up open mic again for us. So, yeah, like that was that was such a good time. And, you know, even though I was working almost nonstop, I got a few moments to breathe. Um, it, it was a blast. It didn't feel like work. And then uh, I think midnight on Saturday, I went over over to what's called the Chip Rave, which is, you know, a giant, giant room, basically, that uh, gets filled with tons of people and everyone gets <laughs> glow sticks and and stuff. And uh, you get to hear awesome chip tune music and it's very dancey in there and people are having a good time. So I had a blast. Man, very nice. Awesome, man. And I didn't get sick, which is a lot of people <laughs> got sick apparently. They oh. they got uh the norovirus, which if you don't know what that is, please just don't get it. Trust me. It's you, you <laughs> yeah. don't want it. You, you don't want it. It I I kind of think that I probably didn't get it cuz I don't know. I didn't eat a lot of the the restaurant food around there. Yeah. Um we got staff food. And so I mostly just ate cold cuts. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so did did cold cuts, and I, that, that was about most of what I ate while I was at MAGFest. So. Cool. And you, were, you guys were talking about cut, cutting out coffee. For me, it was like I went to MAGFest, and suddenly I was drinking coffee every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I never drink coffee, so it was kind of funny. Uh, making that switch and then now I'm back to no coffee and I'm I'm okay. I haven't had any like withdrawals or anything. I don't have any ah. crazy jitters going on. <laughs> awesome man. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw some cool videos where you're dancing around. That was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. All the great pictures. I love that of course, you know, the the Ask Aaron, which we'll go into that later, the picture where you're holding up the Genesis was just epic. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, cool. I did actually get to play uh my song Hostage Extraction off an actual Model One Sega Genesis, which is the one I'm holding up there. So that was awesome. Very cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you, let me ask you something. Do you get like a rush when you're in front of the the crowd like that? Because you don't look nervous a bit, man. Uh, you know, it, yeah. I, I mean, I get like an adrenaline rush, but I'm yeah, I'm not nervous by that point because if if you've been emceeing all day and introducing other people. Um, and I'd even gotten to do like an open mic set, and I I've I just feel comfortable there because I've you know got up on stage like every ten minutes <laughs> to talk to the same people. You get so used to it that it becomes second nature. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. That even if I screw up something, it's part of the fun, and people are rolling along with me. And yeah, I even like went out in the cr- crowd and uh, got high fives. <laughs> oh, <that's great. laughs> Very cool. You got it. You got it. Um, so, so you didn't pull like the heavyweights where, uh, what, what's his name, uh, runs down the aisle, no one gives him a high five, right? Oh, no. I, I got high fives. <laughs> Sweet. Thankfully. I got high fives. 
and uh, people were into my goofy dancing. So that's awesome. Like there, there is an animated GIF of me kind of doing the, the, the dance from the mask, where um, he's kind of doing like a, a kumpia dance where he's got like his hand on his chest. Oh and yeah. His hand, you know, <laughs> is that what that was from? Uh, waving. So cool. I yeah. Didn't even put that together. Yeah, and I did that. And what's funny is that that part of the song is in like seven four time. So <laughs> I'm like dancing in seven four time doing this stuff. So it's pretty <laughs> there were definitely moments in there where it was like, I am dancing to a weird time signature. That's okay. <laughs> but that's okay. People are gonna roll. They're gonna roll with it, so it's all good. Awesome, man. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I've just been busy with sports and kids. It's been my life here lately. But a lot of games I've been playing, um, which I think we can go right into our next segment. This is Sega Snippets. Test one, two. Sega. Now it's time for Sega Snippets. And uh, Sega-wise, I bought Sonic Forces. Have you all heard of that game? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the one where Sonic forces you to play it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, so I bought it on, on the Switch. And something I kind of, I don't know if I want to call it a, a New Year's resolution, a New Year's Sega illusion, but um, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna give some of the Sonic 3D games a, a little bit more of a chance. I skipped over so many of them. Uh, there's a Me few, too. There's a few of them on, I heard, like, you know, on the 360 and the Wii, they're actually pretty good. I just, after playing... Sonic the Hedgehog relaunch. I just couldn't. I couldn't stomach it anymore. But uh, I did get Sonic Forces. I'm going to make a Patreon episode out of this somehow, whether it's by myself or with someone else who's played it. Um, want to talk about it a little bit? I don't want to give anyone the wrong decision or you know give anyone the wrong idea. It's 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 enjoyable, but I want to make sure I rank it the Genesis Gems way. But been playing that. Uh, the kids like it a lot. There's a lot of cool customization. Uh, you kind of create your own character in a way, um, and you can kind of every time you beat a stage, you unlock new clothing and new powers and it's, it's 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 got some neat elements to it that i'll go into one of these days on the pa- patreon episode but one of the things with sega snippets i want to talk about as well i had a little vote out there on the facebook page about would you guys like to hear other games we're playing not just sega games and it was pretty much one-sided everyone said yeah talk about whatever the heck you're you're playing outside of sega too so <laughs> well, i'm just gonna go ahead and start doing that um sure. i i got the New, well, I guess it's new on the Switch. Uh, the Doom game, uh, yeah, the you know Bethesda put out and everything, and uh, it's really good. Um, very simple. Basically, you follow the map, and to get further in a level, you just gotta kill a bunch of demons, which is wonderful. That's Doom, right? Key cards, mm-hmm. right? There's some key cards. It's definitely not as hard as the original Doom. Found yes. key cards and where to go, but uh, loved it. Uh, the very biggest surprise about this was the multiplayer. Um, I love it. I haven't played a first-person shooter multiplayer in quite a while uh popped this one in and it's just a blast deathmatch is great there's some uh there's some cool uh game where like where you carry a ball and have to throw it into like a little hoop i'm so like basketball i guess <laughs> but uh some very cool uh it's very simple i'm not real big into uh call of duty anymore i got burned out on that and hadn't played a first-person shooter multiplayer game in quite a while and i love this because the pacing is just wonderful there's no dash button because doom itself is just going so fast all the time mm-hmm. so really loved it um having a good time with that i've been playing a lot so of that. even even with the 30 fps cap it's still it's not bad good. yeah it's pretty good i know a lot of people are complaining about that and you know whatever but it's running pretty fast there is some uh kind of what do they call that graphic popping in and out sometimes you know when you first start up a, a level you see things starting to kind of 
<laughs> go from fuzzy to not fuzzy. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> there's, there's a technical term for that. I can't remember what it's called. But um, so there's a little bit of that, but not too bad. Uh, but yeah, that game I would recommend that for anyone who hasn't played it yet. Uh, it's a great on the Switch. I love being able to play it handheld. Of course, that's kind of the big, big thing about that. And then uh, something else I've been playing on the Switch. It's weird. I don't really think this is a good game, but I can't quit playing it. Is uh, the new RBI? Well, not new, but uh, the newer RBI baseball. I just wanted a new baseball game to play, so I downloaded RBI Baseball 2017 on the Switch. It's not the best game in the world, but it's baseball, and I keep playing it. So <laughs> I'd give it like a five or six out of ten if I was going to rank it, like yeah, number wise. But uh, it's okay. And then kind of back to Sega, it made me want to go back and play an old baseball game on my Game Boy Advance. I went back to my mom's house, stuck through some old. Uh, video games got in storage there, and I got my Game Boy Advance back out and uh, grabbed uh, Baseball Advance, which was actually made by, it was co-developed co by Sega and THQ, and it's a really good baseball game for you retro baseball game fans out there. Just Baseball Advance. Very good. Nice. Yep. So that's my Sega snippets slash whatever in the world I'm playing outside of Sega. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> How about you guys? You guys playing anything? Um, I guess for me, shoot, nothing's really sega wise i mean I, I did mention using the sega genesis in my set and i actually busted out my street fighter 2 controller which yeah, is amazing I love it. were you like swinging it above your head like a like a lasso i did like a lasso, <laughs> lasso i did do that it did happen it had That's to awesome happen. that should have been uh, on video yeah i mean <laughs> like i would seriously like i was so pumped that sometimes i would interrupt my song i'm like man i should not I would just jump on the mic and be like, yeah, this, you know, whatever, like, here's the breakdown or like something stupid. <laughs> um, but people, people were still into it. And, and, you know, like I was just trying to, it was almost like when you're doing like a, if you're ever like doing like a telethon or something and you're trying to hype up your own music, but you're really trying to do it for the cause. And so you're just like, Hey guys, if, if you want, if you like what you hear, go, you know, donate some money and pick up a DVD, you know, and you get a ton of music. But um, as far as games go, I haven't played a lot of Sega stuff. I think I did mention playing Air Mac re recently on PS4, which is like Herzog's yeah. Y, uh, which is really, really cool. Um, but most recently, I was playing Last of Us Remastered, Very which nice. is, you know, if, if you like that game, super good. Uh, and then my daughter is, <laughs> is joining us on Genesis Gems tonight, All apparently. Right. Uh, but yeah, Last of Us and um Fortnite, which is like one of those battle royale games which is super fun yeah but i'm gonna go take care of my daughter i'll let rob <laughs> stop talking keep talking stop talking <laughs> yes i'll be right back uh, go ahead rob oh that uh, absolutely man uh well for me i've just been on a hockey kick i've done, yeah. done a lot of Sega genesis hockey games um my son man it was so cool uh nick you probably you probably uh, saw the video it was great oh man that was like the best moment for me because um nhl 94 we've covered that on the show before very very special hockey game to me um but i don't think i had ever shown it to my son well one day we're in the game room just playing with some of my toys and stuff which by the way he's he just throws them on the floor and breaks them now but that's all right, <laughs> that's, all right yeah. <laughs> that's what they're for man right uh so anyways i finally cut on the sega and uh you know he's he's on this real hockey kick right now in the evenings we always watch hockey together so uh i cut on the game and he like he just immediately is drawn to that opening music do you know the opening music for nhl 94 oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah i mean it's just it's like ingrained in my head but uh as soon as he heard that music he just gravitated toward the tv and then we played a little playoffs together and won the cup with the flyers but 
what happened was the, the first penguin, time I cut it off. You mean? No. Oh, take off! Get out of here! <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to. Make well, they it. are ranked higher than we are. You're the uh, middle story in the penguins. I'm sorry. Oh, jeez, you gotta bring out the worst of me, don't you? <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah. So I was like, you know what? This might be a pretty cool moment right here. So I I cut on the game, uh, and and I actually filmed his reaction for the first time ever seeing the game, and he just immediately gravitated toward it and just had a big old smile on his face. That's so cool. And yeah. did you put that on the groups page? I think I saw it there. I think so. I okay. think I did. Uh, yeah. So we we played that one, and every day since then he wants to play. He calls it the Flyers game, oh, but that's it's great. just NHL '94. But. Uh, now he, he can pick out all the hockey teams in in that game, even the the now um, forever in our hearts teams that are no longer around, like uh, the Hartford Whalers or uh, what else is on there? Quebec, uh, some other teams. Anyways, so I had I started digging through all my other NHL games, and I I went in chronological order with NHL. I think NHL hockey was first, and NHL PA, and then worked our way all the way up to '98. And man, you had asked me a question, a very good question, Nick. Uh, back during the NHL 94 episode, you said, what is it about this one that makes it seemingly the best of the, all the Sega games? And I think I figured it out, man. I, I, I wasn't ever happy with my answer. I think I figured it out because after playing all of them, this one was just the perfect blend of speed and just the right touches. It wasn't too fast. It wasn't too slow. Um, there was just enough because right after NHL 94, in my opinion, it, the, the players just were way too fast. It was a lot more of an arcadey feel. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I don't know why the sprites looked a lot different, a lot quicker. It just seemed, I don't know. It just felt cheaper to me. I don't know how that that works. <laughs> That's kind of uh, what happened with NBA live 96, wasn't it? Or it just I, got I too fast. So. I, I yeah. thought I, after like ninety six was okay, but after that it just seemed like it went way too fast. Ninety seven, ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. I, I don't know. Sometimes if, you know, there could be too much blast processing. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nick, Nick was going through that a little while ago with KFC. Oh, blast processing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret uh, recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but that's it. We've just been playing some uh, hockey games, and that's about it so far. Besides this game. Awesome. That's cool. And and listeners, give us some feedback. If you want to keep hearing us talk about uh, other games outside of Sega, uh, let us know. I, I think it's kind of cool. It gives me a, you know, I play a lot of, you know, heaven forbid, I play a lot of Nintendo as well. So <laughs> it's yeah, me too. Not nice to have a little outlet for that. So, but Sega, <laughs> Sega is always my, uh, my love. So don't you worry. <laughs> oh, and one more thing, Nick. Uh, I just want to thank a lot of our, our group members. Um, uh, for for helping me out, you know, You're I sold all a bunch your stuff. Of, <laughs> yes, yes, I sold. Um, awesome. I sold my Master System. I think was it the Andrew? Is it Andrew Coed or I? I, I Andrew Coed or Timmy or? Uh, he's, yeah, well, I thought Tim, you sold your Master System to, to to someone else. I may have. I think it was actually a couple guys in the group. I know I sold some some Nintendo someone games. Said they got guys. a care package. Yes, yes. I I can't remember who it was now. Any Mac maybe. That might have been it. Jeez, I'm I'm getting old, guys. I can't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to thank you guys so much for kind of helping me out. Um, we've been clearing a little bit of stuff out, and especially if it's a girl, that's kind of bye-bye game room, which which yeah. I'm okay with. Uh, you know, just got to kind of make some space. So I really appreciate that, guys, and hopefully you're enjoying the stuff. Awesome. I mean, I mean, were you like, did you have all the games like sitting in the crib or what, man? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, you know, I sat on my video game sitting in the crib. Got to make some space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finally got to make room for that baby, you know? I like That's right. You know, in the, their, their room, it used to be, you know, that was like the video game shrine. And now... It's gotta, a diaper shrine. That's right. <laughs> got to give it up. Have oh, like yeah. A, have like a mobile dangling down with Genesis cartridges. You know, going <laughs> round and round and round. That'd be awesome. Oh, wow. I love that. All right, guys. Well, I think we got a new, not a new segment, but the next segment here. We're going to ask some questions, and this is Ask Aaron. Aaron Hickman is a dude who knows a lot about Sega games. Ask him questions. It's okay. And he will answer them if he wants. Yes, knows a lot about so we, uh, we are going to bring Nick at Night back for Patreon, aren't we? I, I don't know. Is that what... I think he got a positive reception. Oh, cool. Yeah, whose idea was that? Maybe we should. Nick at night. Yeah, I think that was that your idea, Rob? <laughs> well, that was so. Did, I think, actually, for a second, I thought it was, but then I think, didn't somebody on the group page mention it first? This kind know. of guy I am. I'm taking know. credit for somebody else's idea. And, and you so, know, you should. And so, Aaron, <laughs> are, are, are we starting the uh, thing where I read the questions and you answer? Yes. Okay. Please, let's do that. And let's then do we'll, we'll do vice versa when we do Patreon. Okay. Okay. Oh. Well, good. I'm going to keep doing some small talk here until I find the picture of you. Click and ask the questions. Here we go. Had to have a filler there, right? That was good. <laughs> All right. So did a little ask Aaron. We put the great picture of Aaron on the page where he's holding the Sega Genesis above his head. And he, <laughs> he's holding it up with such passion. He's got his eyes closed. His mouth is a little sideways and open. He's, he's got just, the power. He's rocking that thing. So That's right. So make sure everyone knew. Ask Aaron. Good. No filter. No filter. All right. <laughs> Nick DeMarco asks, Aaron, do you honestly think doing the Lion King bit with my doorstop is going to bring the Dreamcast 2 down from the heavens? <laughs> also, <laughs> if you were in charge of releasing a mixed collection of Dreamcast games on the Switch, PS4, or Xbox One, what would be on Volume 1? That's a cool question. Ooh. Okay, so the first answer is, <laughs> okay, you might think it's a doorstop, but I think it's the best 16-bit console Bam. Preach it, bro. Bam. In your face. <laughs> but uh, I, I like the reference to Lion King because that's, <laughs> that's basically what I'm doing. <laughs> in that I think my whole set was like references to the 90s because, you know, we had Lion King going on. We had <laughs> the mask, you know. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to answer his question about the Dreamcast, oh, man. Um, I kind of want to go out of left field because I feel like. With Sega, they do a volume one of something, and then like they never follow up. Like, <laughs> all they need, especially with Dreamcast <laughs> games, it's like, oh, okay, you know, we'll put out the the Jet Grind Radio, we'll put out the Crazy Taxi, and uh, you know, Sega Bass Fishing and Sonic Adventure. But man, you got you got to think a little deeper. Um, how about with volume one up front? Give me some Shenmue. Yeah. Mm, how, yeah. How about you, you dig a little deeper? Maybe some uh, Ikaruga, there some Res. Go. Good shoot 'em up. How about Bangayo? I don't think anyone's hardly played that, and it's like <laughs> one of the best games on the Dreamcast, and it's hmm. super fun multiplayer, and it's just a game where it has an uh, incomprehensible plot, but it's made <laughs> by Treasure, and you go around blowing stuff up, like <laughs> and selecting fruit. It's it's amazing. You're you're in a little mech. And you just chain together explosions, and you have the time of your life. What more Especially can you ask for? Player. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Soul Calibur is obvious. Yes. Uh, volume 1. Um, you know, I was a huge fan of Marvel vs. Marvel Capcom 2. 
But I'm trying to think stuff that's like not so multi-platform. Because um, Sega, Sega Dreamcast just had some cool originals. Like Choo Choo Rocket was a cool game. Um, uh, we talked about Record of Lotus War. When, when are we ever going to see that on a compilation, Sega? Come on. <laughs> that's right. Grandia 2, uh, Skies of Arcadia, that sort of deal. And maybe, you know, maybe just maybe bring out another Fantasy Star Online uh, over here because two never, two never made it over here, and I've heard that's really good. Uh, but yeah, so those are a few of my picks. So on to the next one. What do we got? Adam Miller asks, what is the most obscure hidden gem for the Genesis that you can think of? Whew. Hidden gem for the Genesis. That's a good question that I did not prepare for at all. <laughs> uh, at all. So Sound like me. Off, off the top of my head. Uh, Guy Aries is Ooh. a good pick because everyone has a hard time pronouncing it, and it is a fantastic shooter. So I recommend anyone check that out. Um, I would say devilish just for the music alone. Yeah, the gameplay is pretty decent, um, but hidden gem wise, um, we've covered a few on the show. I really like Dinosaur for Hire. <laughs> oh uh, man, it's just a really, it's a really awesome. goofy like Contra yeah. style game. Yep. I think General Chaos also um, does not get enough love, and you know, even though it's EA, uh, it was just a really solid multiplayer game. I thought. Cool. So, yeah, that's just, that's just a few off the top of my head. Someone's going to be like, oh, you forgot to mention Green Dog or, <laughs> <laughs> heaven forbid, Ristar. But, you know, Ristar, is, I don't think it's that hidden. Nah, it's on all yeah. the compilations, right? Uh, how about <laughs> Bubble and Squeak? There you go. Look that one up. <laughs> Have you heard of that one? Bubble and Squeak. It's a pretty good game. Is that like a style of farting? Yeah. <laughs> But that's Bubble and Squeak. <laughs> Sorry. KFC just man. messed me up. I think it is messing you up, man. Uh, oh, just a uh, No, this one is, uh, yeah, I think it was, it, it's not Bubble and Sticks. That's a different game. Uh, this is, I think it's Bubble and Squeak. It's a really good game. <laughs> I get mad at my kids for talking about fart and poop too much, and then here I am. Oh, my son is a, like grown up, really 32-year-old adult. <laughs> My son is obsessed with poop right now. And, like I found like a picture where it's just like this is the poop monster. Ha ha ha. <laughs> oh man. You can't say like any potty. I just call them potty words. Any potty word or anything without. <laughs> you said poop. So yeah. All right. So Timmy Mac asks, "What's your favorite Genesis game based on a kids' cartoon?" I'd say something like Ren and Stimpy, Pirates of Darkwater, or Tiny Toons. How about uh, I have two picks here: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Hyper Oh, Heist. excellent pick! Yeah. The uh, the other one I thought of was also uh, Sonic Spinball because it incorporates characters from the show. It does. Good point. Oh, yeah. Good point. Uh, what about you guys? Do you have any so, other ones? I want I want to include you in this one. An- Animaniacs is good. Yeah. Give us some butthead. Because, yes. Oh, Houston <laughs> Butthead. Really solid game. Much better on the Sega Genesis than virtually any other console. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nintendo sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's settle down, Davis. 
<laughs> oh, gotta bring that skit back. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. The next question comes from Ken Kazuma. He says, "Aaron, ask Nick why. Wait for Nick to respond. Do you actually accept that answer? <laughs> <laughs> why, Nick? Because I said so. Oh. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> All right." <laughs> Moving on, Joseph yeah. Garris says, if you could hang out with any Sega character for a day, who would it be? Personally, I would pick Sketch Turner, since he seems like a pretty rad guy. Also, what is love? Is it putting in a copy of Road Rash for the Genesis and turning up the volume all the way to 11 so your neighbors can hear the dying cat noises? I would like to think so. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Thank you, guys. You rock. Joseph Garris. I like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think... Um... I don't know. I think I would hang out with the old dude from Shining in the Darkness because he probably has some <laughs> stories to tell. Good about, you know, like the beginning of the game when you load it up and it's just like an old man snoring in his, in his rocking chair. Like, I bet that guy's seen some stuff. <laughs> seen some, I have seen I some stuff. Hang out with him. Yeah, he's probably got some he's balance. He's only 20, bar. yeah. That's you great. know, back in Wizard Nam. Uh, <laughs> he's got some tales. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Good question. All right. Otto Gregerson asks, Aaron, did you lose yourself to the music? Was there a murder on the dance floor? And can you blame it on the boogie? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And and I had to, like, give him props for this because I was like, that's Michael Jackson all the way. Yes. (laughs) Yes. There was... Well, I think it was blood on the dance floor. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I couldn't blame it on the boogie. No. Um... No, it was all me, all, all my white boy dance moves. It was everything, I gave every piece of my soul. But it, I, I'd say the craziest thing about going out there was, I performed in front of a crowd of maybe five, ten people max before. This was like uh, at least fifty. Cool. Uh, which was a bit different, you know. Um, at least fifty. Then you had like the people who were like wandering through the crowd. But I had people dancing in front, so uh, it was it was awesome. Um, the whole space was kind of filled up with people, so at least fifty people um, out there. So it was awesome. Oh man, very cool. Uh, I I love this one. So I am McGarry says, "What's your favorite John Cusack movie, and why does it say anything?" And he posted a picture <laughs> of John Cusack with the boombox above his head. Which, when you look at that, it's like, oh, Aaron kind of looks like that right now with a second Genesis above his head. Yeah. And, and the picture itself says, what is love? <laughs> nice. Baby, don't hurt. Yeah, you got to love John so, Cusack. I'm excited to hear this answer. Uh, yeah, so my answer is, no, my, my actual answer is Better Off Dead. That's my favorite John Cusack Ooh. movie. Just because it's a lot more, I, I love Say Anything, but um, it's a toss-up between that and Gross Point Blank. Love both of those movies. <laughs> But especially Better Off Dead, Savage Steve Holland uh, wrote and I believe directed that one. And it just has some of the funniest one-liners to me uh, in the movie. And it's just total screwball comedy. And, uh, you know, he's like a skier and his girlfriend dumps him for like this uh, total 80s macho blonde dude. Uh, you know, and then, uh, yeah. And then his friend is like Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> and his, his best Booger. friend, he's like, do you know the street value of snow? And he's like snorting it. <laughs> uh, it's snow, guys. It's okay. Um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and, and then like, 
there's one point where there's this kid who keeps on trying to get him to uh, pay for newspapers. And he's like, oh, you know what, Johnny? I'm so sorry. I, I don't have any money right now. Um, actually, my grandmother got hijacked by a bus full of penguins. And uh, <laughs> they're skidding on black ice. And I really have to take care of that. I'm so sorry. And this kid like keeps chasing him. He's like, two dollars. I want my two dollars. <laughs> and uh, he's he's like relentless. And uh, there's just so many funny little bits in the movie that uh, really sell it. And like the fact that his mom um, just like does not know how to cook at all. Which bless her heart, she was absolutely just like my mom. Oh. And she's <laughs> like. You know, I tried to make this um, this salad, and uh, you know, I, I I took a recipe from Ladies Home Journal, but um, the pages kind of got stuck together, so I improvised. <laughs> There's raisins in it, honey. You like raisins. Oh, I love raisins. <laughs> you love raisins, and then like you see like this gelatinous green glob on the plate, kind of slither away. <laughs> And you're just like, what's what's going on in this movie? It's it's uh, delightfully insane, and it also features a Van Halen song, "Everybody Wants Some," set to some like claymation. Yes, yes, it's it's so great. Um, That's awesome. And, and Gabe uh, Van Gelder agrees with me. He says, "Better Off Dead" is the best movie ever made. Yes, yeah. Gabe, you get it. You get me. <laughs> I like High Fidelity, but that's just me. Oh, yeah, High Fidelity's a good movie, too. <laughs> I think that's, like, right when the dip, like, after that, like, the dip in quality for John Cusack. is <laughs> all rom-coms. You know, he'd come back with, like, Hot Tub Time Machine or something like that. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that movie. <laughs> like, out of nowhere. <laughs> yep. But most of his late career stuff is just kind of snooze fast to me. Yep. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, next question, I think we just answered this a little bit ago, comes from Jim Jones. When is Nick at Night returning? And I believe we're going to make that Patreon, right? Sounds yeah. good. Sweet. I like it. Can we uh, come up with more funny photos? Yes. I'm yes. sure we can find them. <laughs> I'm sure. I already have another one in mind. I, I was a, it was a runner-up for the last one. Oh, no. If not, we will Photoshop something. We'll make it happen. <laughs> I just set myself up for failure so much. Oh, yeah. Right. All right. Christopher That's Kella. what Jess Gems is about. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's a safe zone. Especially with this game. <laughs> Alright. Christopher Kellogg asks, Shining Force 2 or Fantasy Star 4? Which reigns supreme? And, and Aaron actually answered, ooh, tricky. Yeah, that is very tricky. Because, like, that's like, do I chop off my left arm or my right arm? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to throw an audible. No. Um, I guess I would probably go with... I think overall the better story goes to Fantasy Star 4. Um, Gameplay-wise, I love the strategy of, of Shining Force 2. Mm. But it's super hard. I think Fantasy Star 4, um, I would say, edges it out slightly only because there was just such a finality to that game that, um, I don't know, it really closes the chapter on Fantasy Star really well. Fantasy Star Online... Um, is nothing like fantasy. I mean, it's nothing like the original Fantasy Star RPGs. That's not a bad thing, but Shining Force still went on to have Shining Force 3. Fantasy Star 4 is kind of the end of that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it went out with a real bang because I think 
before that, uh, you know, you'd had some spotty stuff like with Fancy Star 3. So uh, Fancy Star 4 edges it out just slightly. Well, I think that's fair. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good answer. All right. So Andrew Coed asks, which Nintendo character would you like to see added to a Sega Genesis game? I'm going to say Mario added to Splatter House 3, either as a playable character or the final boss. Can't decide which would be better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think I think that's really cool, actually. Um, I can't really think of, of who would make it like a good character to play as or a boss, but I, I know in, in like Sonic the Hedgehog, people add Nintendo characters to that all the time. I've seen Kirby. I've seen Mario. Uh, so it, it has definitely happened. Uh, and there's like a few games where it would just make sense anyway because like Kid Chameleon is such a, a Mario knockoff um, <laughs> just in terms of like the style of gameplay except for the fact that you transform into all sorts of things. Which, hey, I guess Mario did that too in uh, Super Mario Brothers 3, come to think of it. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I don't really have like a really cool answer for this um i'm trying to think of like i can iconic nintendo characters but you know you think of like metroid and you think of star fox um zelda i mean heck having link be in uh crusaders crusaders of senti <laughs> i mean there you go i'm sure someone's already made a hack for that probably <laughs> yeah Cool. Uh, so, what's up next, Nick? Who do we got? What next? is up next? We got one from George Vosper over at the Master System Masterpieces. Uh, he asks, "If a Genesis falls in a forest and no one is around, does it still make a fart?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the next comment. Otto Gregerson says, "I think it makes the sound of a dying cat twice." Oh! <laughs> and then it goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you guys have nailed it. Um, <laughs> Well, this kind of derives from the, the tree falls in the forest. You know, no one's around. Does it actually make a sound? And it creates, you know, we'd create fart waves, I guess, or sound waves. <laughs> now, there wouldn't be anyone there to perceive it, but it would still create some sort of sound. Blast processing. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're we're moving on here. We're, we're going to try and get through these quickly. And not that we're gonna we're not gonna have too much to say about this game. We're gonna try, try our best. Try our best. That's right. Uh, Matt Daly says, "Was it difficult to hoist so much gaming awesomeness above your head?" Referring to the Genesis. oh man, yes, <laughs> it absolutely was. I felt like you know it's just like with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> and I'm not gonna mention the fact that I accidentally knocked my Sega Genesis off the table earlier <gasps> in my set. Oh no. <laughs> It recovered. It, it was okay. Uh, it, it survived the fall. It wasn't far. But, yeah. Um, uh, next question. Go for it. Next question. Is Retro Obscura... I can't say it. Is Retro Obscura officially dead? No. Uh, I felt so sad. Because it, it looks like we're dead because our page is down. And you probably can't access the episodes on iTunes. And we keep trying to record and fail. Uh, so basically, here was my response. I wanted to address it in the group, so you know, just in case you don't hear the podcast. Um, at the moment, we're trying to figure out our hosting options. HostGator was our official host, and now they want more money for us to continue using the service. So we're stuck without a working website and archives while we weigh our options. We really don't want to see it die, though. 
it's true. I really want to keep our Obscura around. Uh, we just don't have a viable option with Podomatic like we do with Genesis Gems, uh, which is mostly funded yes. through generous donations through Patreon. Thank uh, you. <laughs> yeah, thank you, listeners, so much. Uh, one possible idea, I said, was to back the whole thing up on archive.org, which is what some people do, and use WordPress.com. So if you ever want a free... Uh, like as free as you can get a solution to podcasting. There's there's quite a bit of work involved though. You can do that. You can put your episodes on archive.org, point the RSS feed to those episodes, and then use a WordPress.com website. But yeah, it's a little janky and you have to look up a guy to do it. And I think they only let you do like fifty episodes on a listing. So make sure you have your episodes backed up somewhere. But yeah. I, I want Retro Obscura to come back. It's going to come back in some form or another. Even if I have to like upload the episodes to YouTube or something, I would do that. I yeah. wouldn't mind. Uh, especially now that I've got Vegas Pro. I can, I can do something. Just to get content out there um, and have people... I don't know. I, I have a few ideas kicking around, but... Yeah. Right now, Genesis Gems is kind of my like safe haven, my safe zone. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it safe um, here in the Genesis Gems. Yeah, but I, I want to bring Retro Obscura back. Absolutely. Yeah. If it wasn't for that show, I don't think that we would really know each other because it was kind of... Well, maybe. That was kind of the gateway. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, yeah. I jumped on here because I was like, yeah, from Retro Obscura. Yeah, and... Retro Junkies Network, all that stuff. So Absolutely. If it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't for Rob and Landon starting all that. We wouldn't oh, even have yeah. Genesis Gym, so Oh, take off. We could do a whole other well, segment you. on sappiness, but we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll move on. Okay. The next question comes from Blake, Blake Warhell. He says, "Do you know Dayway?" <laughs> There's a little picture of Oh, no. Some weird and, guy. And this one was like, "Do I really want to respond to this one?" So this is like the Ugandan <laughs> knuckles meme. Okay. But he's dressed up like Jesus. I wasn't sure what And that I'm was. like, "I don't know how best to respond to this one." So I'm just going to say, good job, and leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice job. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) So Gabe Van Gilder says, wow, how did I miss this? At least there's still time to pick your brain. Laugh out loud. Aaron, seeing that it's snowing like crazy in my area, you live in Texas, I believe, and don't have snow days. So what's your go-to Genesis game when the weather is so bad or there's a bad situation in your life? And and I, uh, I responded. I said, Hey, I hate to break it to you. I sound like a jerk. A Genesis jerk. <laughs> uh, we actually did get snow. We got snow uh, like the first weekend of December. It, it snowed in South Texas. Wow. It's <laughs> crazy. crazy. Yeah. doesn't snow often like once every 15 years. Uh, mostly snows in North Texas. But yeah, we got snow. And you know, when the weather's crazy... It could be rain, could be freezing outside, could be snow of all things. I like to settle back with uh, I don't know, and then digging playing uh, Shining Force, Shadowrun. I, I like a game that I can kind of dig into and uh, kind of get lost in. And those are the types of games where they're not too complicated. Once you learn them, um, you can just kind of get into them. Or like uh, Pirates or Starflight. Once you learn it and you pick it up, it's it's solid gaming to me. So, so I'm all about it. <laughs> cool. So the next question is from Daniel Walker. Do you really want to hurt me? Do you really want to <laughs> make me cry? 
You know, I, I really don't, Daniel. So thank thank you for asking. Uh, I think that's uh, is that Culture Club. Culture Club nailed it. Yes, yes. nailed it. Snailed it. Yeah. I, I think I heard that song more on the uh, movie Wedding Singer. Yes, that's exactly what I every thought time of. He, every time he gives it over to his friend. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! You stink! <laughs> <laughs> to realize my crime, <laughs> how can love... <laughs> you spin me right round, yes. baby, right round. I love the guy in the back who's like, you right suck! Round, <laughs> oh, that's a great Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So we got two more. Uh, yes. next, next one comes from Brody Pedal. says, Some say that the Nintendo Switch is the same basic idea as the Sega Nomad was back in 95. What other great Sega ideas do you think the Big N will be ripping off 20 years later? A console with controllers you can plug other little portables into, maybe? Hmm. <laughs> How about the, the next console has an add-on. No, it has two add-ons so that you can sideload a CD <laughs> tray. Yes. Because Nintendo needs to bring back CDs. The yep. Nintendo Switch, you know, runs off these little <laughs> cards. So bring back that CDs. <laughs> that taste awful, yeah. Have it, you know, side load uh, on the side of the console. And then put a, a, a mushroom-shaped device, and you're going to shove that on top. And it's going to act as like an extra cartridge slot for <laughs> ultra-mega power. I think that'll sell like hotcakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gold. 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 All right. Last one comes from Sean Robinson. He says, if you could make a game for the Sega Mega Drive Genesis, what genre would it be? Aaron, what can you tell me about the Mothman? Is it real? P.S. Ask Nick Man should be a segment on every Patreon episode <laughs> of the Genesis Gems. <laughs> Nick Man. Ask Nick Man. Uh, okay, so... Man, he's he's throwing in these, these, uh, these crazy questions because he's like, Here's a question for everybody. Here's a question for Aaron. <laughs> Here's a question just for Nick. Uh, so I'm going to try to answer the best I can here. So I, I don't mind if you guys pick this one up, too, because it's the last question. So if you could make a game for the Sega Mega Drive, uh, what genre would it be? What we really don't have represented so much are Metroidvania-type games. <laughs> yeah, that's what so I was going to So that's say. like one genre that I think is pretty poorly misrepresented um so literally you've got monster world 4 um or you you know you've got uh whatchamacallit you know what series i'm talking about um wonder boy yeah it's like wonder boy 4 basically um and then you've also got phantom 2048 which has some elements there and then you've got todd's adventures in slime world which i think is underrated other people might say, I, I would never play that in a million years. But that has a little bit of that Metroidvania aspect to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, this was also a time before, like, that really solidified. And I think it solidified mostly once Castlevania Symphony of the Night came out. And it's like, oh, okay, we see a pattern here. Um, <laughs> there really wasn't anything like Super Metroid on the Sega Genesis uh, that offered, like, that deep exploration and then you know you had like quack shot where you could backtrack and stuff yeah. but it wasn't quite the same so that that's a genre i would love to see more of i know cave story is being ported to the sega genesis which looks amazing so i'm all super excited about that 
And let's see here. What can you tell me about the Mothman? Is it real? Uh, you know, it's as real as you want him to be. There you I, go. I think that's another story. But that's just me. My girlfriend is super into supernatural stuff. Yeah. And, and ghosts, which, hey, that's cool. That way, if you uh, guys are ever, ever visit my area, I live in the Mothman town. So Nice. Enjoy. Enjoy. Uh, okay, so what about you guys? I know, Nick, you said Metroidvanias. What about you, Rob? Oh, man. I, Lacrosse? I say... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's hey. neglected, yeah. I'd say probably survival horror. You know, like... Yeah. I, just, I know you got Castlevania Bloodlines. I know you've got Splatterhouse. But other than that, I can't think of one standout scary game for the Genesis. Um, just off the top of my head. Uh... I think I'd go with that. I, I I don't know exactly if there's a franchise. Yeah, I would say the scariest game is honestly just on the Sega CD, and that's Snatcher. It's right, yeah, and that's about as scary as you can yeah. do with, with the 16-bit systems. Mm-hmm. And I'd even settle for over-the-top, you know, violent horror like Splatterhouse was. Just just something yeah. different. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you had Nightmare Circus, but that game was a joke and not scary at all. <laughs> But uh, otherwise, we've covered our bases with the Nick at Night segment, which we should yeah. have coming back here and should be fun. Yeah. Sweet. Because I can't hog all the glory. Nah, <laughs> yeah, you can't. <laughs> no, that's cool. I didn't think anyone would actually want to hear that. I'm kind of shocked. So, yeah, Patreon. You'd have to go pay a dollar for that, listeners, if you want to hear my opinion. <laughs> got to pay for Nick. Yeah, you got to pay for me. That's premium. <laughs> premium hey, asking. Nick, what's your favorite solo? <laughs> <laughs> Walk by Panther. Now we had. <laughs> there you go. I got lots of favorite solos. That'd be a good. That'd be a good segment. Different genres and, anyways. So uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Aaron, game on. Game on, man. Hey, Rob, game on. Game on. Game on. Yeah, game on. Sega. All right, California games for the Sega Genesis. Hey, I actually got a kind of neat question about California and everything. Uh, what actually happens when the oh, smog? <laughs> Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish here. <laughs> this is a joke. This is a, now, this a is real. A real this is a real question. Real thing. Okay. What happens no. when the smog lifts over Los Angeles? I don't know. UCLA. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> oh, and then did you know. That up? No, I didn't. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> uh, here's another one. I got plenty of. Here's another one. Why do all the trees in Arizona lean west? I, I really don't know. California sucks. <laughs> this website I went to really hates California. You'll, you'll Apparently, jeez. Here, here's another one. I got more. Here's another one. How do you break a San Diego State grad's finger? <laughs> I, you, I don't know. You punch him in the nose. <laughs> I'm using that for everything. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Oh. So, California Games. Like we said, this was recommended to us from Patreon by Martin Cook. So, we're covering that just for him appreciate that um so memories guys um i'll go right into mine memories of the game for genesis i didn't play the genesis version for probably the late 90s early 2000s um i did play a lot of this game for the nes when i was a kid my brother and i rented it a lot um we were pretty big fans of the footbag game um and of course the other ones were okay as well we'll get into that later but i played i we did rent it a lot it was a good kind of a good pick up and play type game um like and i've mentioned this many times on the show before had the local rental place where you can rent three for five on a on a weekend and this would be one we'd pick up every now and then but uh enjoyed the music on the nes version uh, 
had a good time with it. A lot of good memories with my brother just kind of competing uh, in some of these little mini games that are on here. So that was my memory. I don't have a lot uh, with the Genesis other than playing it on emulation and stuff. But uh, did you guys have any memories on this one? Uh, yeah, I actually remember playing. Well, I remember playing the NES version as a kid, but I think we rented or we borrowed the Sega Genesis version. I don't remember how we came to play it, but uh, I remember the box art really sticking out to me and the graphics being different than the NES version quite a bit um, because, you know, uh, uh, it being like one of the only 16-bit versions of the game. I think the only other versions that were 16-bit technically that really came out were like the Amiga and Atari ST versions. So... I mean, this was technically the best-looking version of the game. Um, and I say technically because, as we'll talk about, um, there are definitely better-feeling versions of this game. Um, but yeah, as a kid, I, I was the same way. I like this. I like Skate or Die. I like these these types of games by like Epics and EA, where you got uh, you know you got different events to try out and. And see how well you did. And I never felt like any of them quite got it right as Konami did with Track and Field. Um, you know, with the, the button mashing and simplicity. It seemed like they really bent over backwards to make things as complicated as possible. And when I was a kid, I had the same struggle as I do now. Like, how the heck do I play this minigame? <laughs> but yeah, that, that was me. What about you, Rob? Oh, man. I actually didn't. I didn't play the game up until we start prepping for the show. I, I'd seen it in stores before, and I remember as a kid seeing it and be like, why are all their heads cut off, like, on the cover? <laughs> you know, I was like, what's up with that? Uh, but, yeah, I never really played it. And the funny thing is, um, I I ordered the game for our show and got it not too long ago, but I actually already had the game on the NES, and I must have just picked it up randomly someplace. Oh, wow. Kind of it's one of those situations where I didn't even remember getting it. I didn't even... I just... I don't think I ever played it. So, uh, oh, go ahead, man. Oh, I was no, going to say, did, did you guys realize this was part of a bigger series of games? No, no. Uh, yeah, some of them got released on uh, NES, but uh, on the Commodore, it was all based on Commodore 64 games. You had summer games, you had winter games, and you California caveman, games. Caveman games. No. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's another one of those like mini game collections, but that one was by a different company. Yes, Daily East. Uh, but yeah, uh, so you had different collections of games, and then you also had like uh, there's another one, um, Olympic. You know, like you had different Olympics, like Summer Olympic Games, like that sort of deal, oh. and World Games. If you remember, like one of the events was cliff diving. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, there I would say varying quality. This is one of the more memorable titles in the series. Because at least most of the events are fun. Um, I remember at least different degrees of fun. Because I remember playing like Winter Games on NES and just being like, whoever thought that figure skating would be fun <laughs> on the <laughs> NES? Um, shot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not so fun. And I think, I can't remember if there was curling, I think there was speed skating. I think my favorite event in any of the winter, anytime I played a winter game thing ever, because there's one on the Sega Genesis too. Uh, it's always bobsled, always bobsled. Oh, That's yeah. like my favorite thing to do in any of these games. But yeah, that 
I, I thought it was interesting that, you know, there was even a, a California Games 2, which I don't know if you guys yeah. knew about. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy because it didn't come to the Sega Genesis, but it came to the Sega Master System and the Super Nintendo and the PC. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, that's interesting stuff. Very cool. Very cool. And of course, uh, like you already mentioned, that the game was developed by Epics in 91. Um, many, many ports, versions of this game. Um, like I said, we, we played in this. So many. So many. So many. Um, now, Epics has actually got a lot of games on their uh, resume here. And I was just kind of scrolling through some of the ones um, that I recognized. I know, like, Battleship was one of them in 88, which I actually played a little bit of. Um, California Games, too, like we said. Todd's Adventure and Slime World. We've talked about that before. Uh, Rad Warrior. Heard of that one. Um, there's some. There's a huge list of games they've done. I they made know. a ton of uh, microcomputer games. Yeah, yeah. So just. just they used to be a big deal in the '80s, and I think um, they were the company that put out um, Impossible Mission. Yeah, Impossible Mission. Impossible yeah, Mission and that was one of their biggest games. Yep. But yeah, I think they they got involved with uh, or Nova Trade started porting some of their games to various consoles, right? I think so. Yeah, so no- Nova Trade, who went on to make Echo the Dolphin, um, they before they did that, they were doing a lot of ports, um, and so this was one of them. They'd also done a port of Impossible Mission to the NES, um, like a port of I think another one. Um, <laughs> they did a port of The Simpsons also, the Simpsons <laughs> oh, arcade wow. game. Yeah, to the Commodore sixty four. Very interesting. Wow. But I think those guys are based out of like where they were, uh, like Czechoslovakia or something like that. I might be getting it wrong. I can't remember. Hmm. Definitely a, a uh, Eastern European country, though. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and of course, this game, like we mentioned, was released in '91. Uh, the composition of the music, uh, the one I want to talk about mostly is uh, the NES version. Because that was done by David Wise. Now, you're familiar with this guy, right, Aaron? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, ported the, the original Commodore 64 music. Yeah. And and some of the tunes you know that I look through his resume, like Snake Rat on Roll, love that tune. Um, Nightmare, on El- Nightmare on Elm Street, that was a good one. I always enjoyed that. But a lot of yeah, Battletoads, of course, that's a huge one. Uh, RC yeah. Pro-Am. Wizards and Warriors, just gone down the list. A lot of Nintendo games. It goes all the way through you know current stuff he's working on now ios games and um playstation 4 games and such so a lot of just great games on this guy's uh, resume so real cool if you get a chance to check out david wise on Moby games you'll see a huge um listing of uh, his resume there and then uh kind of the price of a little bit of this game this game is a lot more expensive right now you know we're recording this in january 2018 uh, it's going loose for nine dollars and forty eight cents, and complete in box for fifteen dollars. I thought this game was gonna be wow. like one or two dollars. So yeah, <laughs> spent a little bit more on this one than I wanted to, but uh, yeah. So you said you got it too, Rob? Did you get it for a decent price? Or yeah, I think I paid about five bucks for it. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, not too bad. Mine was like seven or eight. I got it, went ahead and get it off Amazon. So mm-hmm. cool, very cool, very cool. So um, the story of this game, I don't really know the story. To to me, when I pop in this game. You, it's to me. It's kind of like playing like Wii Sports, but just not as good. I guess you could say that. A lot of mm-hmm. uh, 
there's a lot of mini games that you're you're kind of looking at, and they give you different options. Like you can play, compete in all the events, or compete in one event, or practice all events. You know, practice one event, and um, I like my favorite ones coming up. The uh, selection screen. <laughs> yeah, view uh, title screen. View <laughs> title screen. Yeah. Uh, and uh, options screen, <laughs> man. I, yeah, I the, like the options screen. Well, they call the options screen something weird. I'm trying to boot up the game here. That's why I'm kind of stuttering a little bit. What they call the options screen is like preferences or something. Let's see. Blah 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 blah. California games. Just bear with me, listeners, because I'm not going to edit this out. <laughs> Uh, set game parameters. That's what it was. Yeah. And, yeah. And you have like a color test and yes. it's like a full on debug menu. Yeah, but you yeah. can actually change the uh, the gravity, which is great. You can change <laughs> the gravity of the ball of the hacky sack. Wow. The foot bag. And you can put surf of uh, the surfing game on turbo. Turb, turbo. Turbo, turbo mine. Yeah, it's turbo time. <laughs> Which is great because it makes that like boring mini game more bearable. Yeah. Speaking of surfers, uh, how do surfers clean themselves? Oh I don't know. They wash up on shore. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes. That's my favorite so far. Yeah. Yeah. Why did the surfer cross the beach? I don't know. To get to the other tide. Oh my god. No. <laughs> okay, that's my new favorite. <laughs> Take off. <laughs> Oh, uh, the other tide, get it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> when you do get the pit games, there's uh, there's only five games on the Genesis version, like we mentioned earlier. Most of the other versions, I don't know which ones have which. I know the NES version had it, but um, there was actually a Frisbee game on the other yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, most of them have the, like, they call it Flying Disc. So flying there's disc, two yeah. events in this that they couldn't use, like, the... The trademark name. name. Yeah, the trademark name. So they couldn't use Hacky Sack, which was trademarked at the time. Oh, okay. And that. they couldn't use Frisbee, so they used Footbag and Flying Dead. Doesn't Footbag yeah. sound like an insult? Like, you Footbag. It does. I know. It um, bad. So it's, it's weird to me, well, that there's only five games on here, when the Flying Disc game is very simple, but easily one of the more enjoyable yeah, games absolutely. that I remember from the NES version, because it was just so simple. Um, and it was kind of like with golf, lining up your shot. Like that was literally all there was to it. It was like, okay, you got the right power, you got the right speed, right angle, you're good. So I mean, that was, I wasn't, I was kind of wondering why they omitted that one. Um, the Atari 2600 version only has four events, but I think it's impressive that they were able to cram four. Yeah. Uh, and it's super impressive for a late 2600 game. So I. If anyone has a 2600 laying around, that's that's a game worth checking out. <laughs> so yeah, when you do boot this up, you get a choice of five games. Or if you're playing all the events, it just automatically does it in this order. You got Half Pipe, which is a skateboarding game on a half pipe. Footbag, which we've mentioned is pretty much hacky sack. Uh, surfing, skating, which would be roller skating, and BMX, which is a bicycle. So um, I don't know, uh, Rob. Since you've never actually played this game before what were your first impressions when you first booted it up how did you go about playing the game did you hit practice did you compete in all events or i just i just went for it man i (laughs) I went to compete in all of them and i immediately regretted it because i had no (laughs) idea what to do that's when you wrote your song (laughs) yes i was i was frustrated because i wanted to like it i really did sometimes i really like these kind of mini games um and yeah i was clueless and i tried to find a manual online 
and I couldn't find one that was actually in English. <laughs> so, oh. uh, so I just kind of eventually, I think I, I read a walkthrough, and I finally started figuring out the controls. But you know, without that manual, I was I was drowning, man. It was it was rough. But it, it uh, is rough. Um, I like the I fact that you get nine players. Yeah, I think it, it's crazy that you can play a nine-player game of this. Um, <laughs> Saying to me, but um, did you guys notice? It was like this in the NES version and the Master System version. There were different brands that you could pick for your team, and they kind of just took them all out for this version. They cheaped <laughs> out. Yeah. So there's no Santa Cruz skateboards. There's no uh, Aussie surfboard. There's no spin jammer, flying disc, or radio, pack ski, or whatever that is, Casio, Kawasaki, uh, Ocean Pacific, and then Costa Del Mar sunglasses, which I don't remember those. <laughs> um, but yeah, there used to be all the, like, this was like branding, early branding in a video game, and they just completely took it out of the Genesis version, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I... Was that branding in the Master System version? Yeah, it was yeah. in the Master System version, and it was in the NES version. Right, right, because I actually have the Master System game, too. Didn't even know I had it. <laughs> so. And it's a better... I'm going to say it up front. It's a better game. Well, well, one thing I was immediately... I'm with you, because one thing I was immediately um, kind of disappointed with is uh, when I went back to play the Master System version after playing the Genesis one, I thought the Master System had actually more vibrant colors. Yeah. The, this one's kind of bland looking, you know, yeah. overall. I mean, it has some like parallax scrolling. Yeah, which but, is cool. But uh, a lot of the the characters just look kind of ugly. I <laughs> <laughs> do. I know the cover's way or misleading. Like, why is? I mean, okay, and this is the same problem the Master System version. But like, why, why, why would you ever play hacky sack with pants and not shorts? <laughs> <laughs> That's like a faux pas right there. <laughs> That's a foot paw. Football. Ooh, oh. I see what you did there, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about each game, and then we can go into like we kind of did a high score contest too. So skateboarding, let's start with that. Um, we talked a little bit about this before the show I, actually I've started. I've never hated skateboarding more oh in my, my life. Oh my gosh! <laughs> this so is the hardest one. So we were talking about how do you play this game, and I think I told the guys I just hit up and down really really fast, and I would hit. I'd, I, literally, I just button mashed, and I would go and do that little same spin trick every time. Ended up getting an 8,000 <laughs> point score on it, but uh, apparently there's a strategy to it that uh, Aaron just let me know, and I actually suck more knowing the strategy than I did, which is button mashing. So, <laughs> What was that strategy, Aaron? <laughs> yeah, okay, so the strategy is, and I kid you not, this is exactly how t Tony Hawk plays, right? <laughs> Tony Hawk Pro Skater all yeah, the sure. way. Not really. <laughs> In your dreams, epics. <laughs> Um, basically, if you want to go fast, as you're coming down the ramp, you press down. If you want to go fast going up the ramp, you press up. Every time you get off the ramp, you have to tap the opposite direction of what you're facing. So, like, if you're on the left side of the screen, you're going to have to tap right to turn to do your aerial spin. If you're on the left side, you know, you tap right right side you tap left that's basically it and then you just kind of get in a pattern getting a, a, a momentum um, and that's how you do it uh, otherwise i mean you can do the same thing doing the kick turn but uh i just found when i did the kick turn i lost momentum and i crashed and i died <laughs> so yeah i'm it it's kind of lame because they 
a lot of these early skateboarding games had not really figured out uh, the fluidity of skateboarding yet, and they couldn't really represent it all that well on consoles. I think Skate Skater Die was the first one that did it any justice. Um, not that one had a it wasn't perfect, but it had a better representation of the sport. Um, and you could do, I think, spin tricks and stuff. And this one, you can re- I can really only figure out how to do one, which was... It's kind of weird when you're playing a game like this and the skateboarding event is way less involved than, like, the hacky sack one. Yeah. Like, why are there, like, 20 different moves I can do with hacky sack and only, like, two <laughs> Like a Dizzy Dean. Yeah, Dizzy Dean. Jester, headbanger, like all these made up. Like someone's sad in the epics office. You're like, yeah, man. There's no official name for this man, but we're gonna make up some names. They're gonna be so cool. Like, no one's ever heard of an Axel Foley, right? That's hey, dude, not you a reference be in the game? to, dude. Like, doesn't he play for like Guns N' Roses? Stop, right? Oh wow. Dizzy Dean, man. No one's gonna know what that is. It's gonna be amazing, man. So, Rob, did you uh, have any success at all with the skateboarding? Oh, no. That's the only one I couldn't get a high score on. I feel bad because I did try, man. I did try. Okay. Well, I thought as we went through each competition, we would just say our high score for that competition. Yeah. I had, uh, a, I had an 8,000 in skateboarding. How would you all fare? Uh, an 8,730. Oh, and non-score for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you did not qualify. You get, you get no a. points, and may God have mercy on yourself. <laughs> Was that Billy uh, Madison? I heard you know. Yeah, <laughs> and we are dumber for having heard that. Yes. <laughs> oh, the Adam Sandler movies just keep coming. All right, so uh, we'll move on from skateboarding to kickbag. Like we mentioned, this is pretty much uh, oh, foot kickbag. Is that what I said? What is it? Uh, yes, footbag. Footbag. I call it kickbag. Kick- I, I, I wrote. Kickbag. I wrote down kickbag. Does that mean? You know what? Right? I want. I want to play some footboxing. Football. <laughs> Kickbag, punch bag. Oh, well. But uh, like we said, this is pretty much just hacky sack. And this is probably um, my favorite one out of the whole game. Um, And it's basically you kick the hacky sack in the air and you try to keep it up. And while it's up in the air, you try to do tricks. And uh, hitting up and down kind of makes your guy turn around in a very awkward looking way. If you turn around all the way once, you do whatever they called it like a what was the name of the trick like a half axle and a full axle yeah half axle a reverse dota yeah and there's a little Uh, and i looked at the guide um (laughs) so someone actually put the sega master system manual um up on a website and if i look at the moves here if you want to read them out for you here um scoring here we go. You got any kick, half axle. And that's any two kicks with a half spin in between. Full axle, any two kicks with a full spin in between. Uh, go down there a little more. Jester. Ooh, 2,000 points. Left jumping kick or right jumping kick, which is so ridiculous to me because it's like, <laughs> why would you want to kick it away from you? You notice that? Where yeah, it just kind of yeah. kick, kicks it away. Yeah. Um, the double arch. 2,500 points. Left outside kick plus right outside kick plus left outside kick. Hey. <laughs> that's swanky. Uh, Dota, left outside kick plus headbutt plus right outside kick. Like, now they're just chaining stuff together and making up names. <laughs> that's what they're doing. Off-screen catch. 
kick the sack when it returns after having been kicked off the screen. <laughs> I guess someone's like throwing it back at you. Uh, and headbanger is my favorite. Uh, you don't get as much for it, but it's front headbutt plus back headbutt plus front headbutt. <laughs> BA start. That's right. <laughs> but uh, I definitely had more success with this. I yeah. I didn't do all the tricks, but I kept the you know the bag up in the air for a good bit of time and scored a quite a a decent score here. I had nineteen thousand and fifty points oh. on this one. Um, but Rob, did you have any success on this one? Yes, I didn't get as much as you did. I got uh, uh, was it seventeen thousand five hundred seventy. Uh, but uh, yeah, this one I definitely enjoyed a little bit more. And I actually liked that you could hit the birds flying by. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. Yep. Oh, that was great. <laughs> so I actually hit two of them. So I was like, do I get extra points? But there was no bird bonus. No bird bonus. <laughs> no bird bonus. Bird bonus. Like an achievement. I know. <laughs> I may, I may have one of our achievements based on that. What? So, oh. what were our scores for that? I had uh, nineteen thousand fifty. Mine was seventeen nice. seven fifty. Uh, nineteen thousand two hundred fifty. Oh, oh man! Out again. I got pwned. I got pwned, noob. <laughs> <laughs> Trolled. Trolled. Yeah. All right. So, and the scenery was actually pretty cool in that one. I thought it had yeah. a picture of the Golden Gate yeah. Bridge in the background. And, Thought it had some and wearing your pants in California for some reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the wind was blowing a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. So there you go. But yeah, the, I like you... the sailboats going by. It was it was actually pretty nice. Yeah, it had a nice little clouds are moving. Remind me of Full House with the Golden Gate Bridge. And... <laughs> I mean, it's no road <laughs> pizza. <laughs> it's no road pizza once you get to the beach level. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> road pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite. <laughs> the so... cheese is all melted. It's great. <laughs> mm. Oh, so the uh, third event, if you're going in order with us, uh, is the surfing event, and this one was—I uh, picked up on this one a little bit better than I thought I would. Um, and I—I'm I, assuming that these are your score points, but basically you're starting, and the waves pretty much going to crash up on you if you don't outrun it at yeah. first. So you kind of have to go diagonal up the and wiggle, down, yeah. yeah, quite quite a little bit fast. And then once you get going, you can do jumps on the wave, and you have to make sure when you do jump that you. If you're kind of, you kind of have to picture yourself like a direction pad. If you went diagonal up, you have to make sure you come diagonal down to actually come back mm -hmm. on the water and not crash. And you can go up there and do a couple twists if you want to, which is really hard. Um, but then you get points for hitting the beach balls, which when I first played it, I'm like, I'm trying to avoid the beach balls. But apparently, <laughs> yeah. you get points because I thought, yeah, I avoided them all. I'm awesome. But then you find out later that you get points for actually hitting the beach balls. Yeah, which is opposite with the skating. Yeah, exactly. Stupid beach balls. Those beach balls hate you. They hate you <laughs> in the skating. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. You also get points for riding underneath the wave a little bit longer. Um, if you can actually stay there, which you can't really see yourself real well. Um, but I ended up, and, and there's actually judges that score to you, and I'm assuming it's a 1 out of 5. I ended up, uh, my highest score being a 2.4, which isn't the best, but, yeah. I, oh, I got a 3. Oh. Ah, <laughs> I had 2.6. You had what? Uh, 2.6. Oh, I yeah, got last. Yeah, yeah. Oh, at least I'm in second for once. Oh, crap. <laughs> I did really bad the next two, so you are going to really kill me on this. Oh, trust me. The skating, if you got oh, a score, man. you did better than I did. <laughs> you got anything on skating, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> yes, I was just well, that's I, the I think that's the worst event by far. Yeah. Mm. It really is. Okay, so it's kind of a, it's weird that like the two events you think would be the most fun, maybe? <laughs> are like the worst in the game exactly and that's 
it's a like a toss-up between skateboarding, which is just kind of dull, and um, and skating, which is just ridiculous and not like someone who's doing competitive skating of any sort would actually be doing. <laughs> They're not running around on like uh, a causeway or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, on a boardwalk, on a beach, like dodging pizzas and <laughs> cracks in the sidewalk. Like it's not it happened, guys. Right, right. Very little grains uh, of sand. <laughs> grains of sand and the well concealed cracks that are kind of hard to tell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That that one got me. That one got me. And plus, you have to. Um, it, is this the one where you have to hit up and down to? Yes. Oh, move? yeah. Yes. It's so weird. Up and is is the most goofy con- control scheme because yeah. it's like up is your left leg, right? Or no, up is your left leg, down is your right leg, and then you alternate them to go up and down. Like I, I kind of get what they're going for, but it's like, mm-hmm. why not just like auto scroll or like do the same thing with BMX where I just tap a button to go faster? Right, yeah, because up and down it can still steer you up and down too, you know. So it's not only causing you to go move forward, but you can still use that as directions, which is kind of weird, you know. That up and down have like three different purposes in in this this event but one one thing i did like about it was the layout uh, or the background of this one yeah with all the people on the beach you know it's not a whole bunch you're of... really stretching man but i got you <laughs> <laughs> he's trying, trying to pull man. something you're really up. hanging 10 out there man but oh, Ooh, i see what good. you did there <laughs> but yeah golly i, I didn't make I, I feel terrible guys because i did try this one for a while i i didn't make it through yeah, yeah you, you, if you fall down five times, it just pretty much ends your round, uh, which happened yeah. to me, and I end up with a score of a uh, thousand and ten. <laughs> which uh, I don't think you can land on your head. <laughs> I think it's only a BMX where you can like put your head open, break, and, just break and my neck, and get this game over with. <laughs> no wonder you only get three tries on BMX. Yeah. <laughs> You're dead by the third one. <laughs> I like. Oh, and by the way, I love how she pounds the ground like she's so mad when she she gets knocked over. Yes. <laughs> She's like, I hate this. Stupid. Did you guys notice also, like, they took out, like, the tood? There used to be tood in some of these versions of the game where it would just be like, bummer, dude. Or, you know, like, oh, it, would, yeah. it would have, like, little things when you would when you would bail or crash. Or, like, the most hilarious one is, like, when you crashed um, in BMX, in the Master System version, it would say, hating life. <laughs> <laughs> those voice samples that was another thing i noticed yeah oh yeah there's no voice i mean it wasn't voice sample in that one but um it was definitely like it was a little more character you know it would show up on the screen and um yeah it was it was interesting oh man i i don't know where i remember the voice. maybe that was the nes version was there ever well i think there was okay so i i do know like in skate or die 2 mm-hmm. there was definitely voice acting I don't remember if there was voice acting in the first one, but yeah, no, there was. I don't remember being voice acting in the oh, California bad. games. That's all right, man. You know, you, you have it about to have two kids. <laughs> Your memory's already half gone. Yeah, anyway. it just kind of goes away. What were we talking about? Plus, yeah. he's got like a lumberjack beard going. He's. <laughs> I just shaved it, as a matter of fact, right before the show. Wow. Ooh, nice. Got yeah. all pretty for the show. Thanks, man. You shave every six months like, now. I know. I know how it goes. <laughs> Yeah, I took my first selfie for the, the the song and everything, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm looking I'm looking it's rough." Look, man, <laughs> Rob over here. Oh, jeez, that's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, what, what was y'all score in skating? Um, six hundred eighty. Oh wow, 
I didn't get a score. I, I I don't know if I didn't write it down. Do you automatically get a score even if you don't complete the whole thing? I just kind of wrote down my score, <laughs> what I remembered it being before it killed my game. Yeah, uh, I, got, I got a thousand and ten. I'm sorry. I, I might have had one, but I didn't write it I'm down. I'm gonna try it right now and see if I can beat that. <laughs> I'm sure you can. That's it wasn't embarrassing. That good. It was pretty bad. Like I just kept <laughs> falling. I did a couple spin tricks because you can't do some spin. Do we talk about that? The spin tricks. Oh yeah, you can do like okay. little spin Jump. tricks, but yeah. everything is. Um, it feels really silly. It is silly. Like the and beach it's really balls, tough. the sandals. skating. Like, you jerks, just leaving all your crap on the sidewalk. I know. Banana peels. Come on. And somebody went out of their way to throw that beach ball at you. You know that. Oh, absolutely, they did. Yeah. I'm a jerk. All you're trying to do is stroll. And then, like, if you want to jump, you got to hold the B yeah. button down. Yeah. And she's like, Yata! <laughs> yeah, really. What's up with that? Oh. <laughs> All right. Well. Freaking, okay, like a crack in the sidewalk. I don't, I don't remember tripping over cracks when I was a kid. Come on. <laughs> yeah, crack crack. kills. What's up with that? What's up with that? If you see a sign... <laughs> you guys remember that one. Uh, it was like Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, you might be... You're redneck. Oh, yeah, right. If you see a sign that says, say no to crack, it reminds you to pull your jeans out. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the originals. Yes, sir. Always like the uh, the guy that does here. Here's your sign. Here's your oh, yeah. sign. Says he was going skiing and he had his skis on top of his car one time. and He was outside of a gas station and the guy was like, hey, you going skiing? He's like, no, I just hope if my car flips over in the snow, I can keep on going on those skis. <laughs> here's your sign. <laughs> Oh. Love that guy. Oh, okay. I probably slaughtered that joke, but uh, it was good. <laughs> All right, so the, it snailed it. The yeah. final, the final one, probably most frustrating event. Nah, oh. I, I once I once I once got, I got the hang of it, it yeah, got to be one of my favorites. It wasn't too bad. It was a BMX, and uh, basically in BMX, you're button mashing the C button, hitting up and down the steer, and I believe it was B to jump. So when you hit big hills, you do these cool jumps, and it'll say I think the top of it either says jump or a great jump. So, and of course, the further you make it, the uh, more points you get. And I only, I only racked up 4,750 points on this one. Really? I got 12,500. You suck. I got 6,500. You both suck. <laughs> I'm going to go kill myself. Okay, no, so <laughs> here's what I, I noticed, too. Like, what's up with this event compared to the other versions of this game? Because I feel like I can only do two moves. I can either do uh, like a... I don't know what you call it, like the the, the wraparound, right? The 360? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can do a backwards flip. Could you guys manage to do any other tricks? No. Uh, no. I only no. did the backwards That's flip. It's so weird to me one. because if you play, even if you play the Master System version, you can do other moves. You can do a front flip. You can do like a, um, a thing where you twist the handle sort of deal. On this one, you can literally only do two moves. So... Like, what's up with that, guys? You're missing out on some stuff. Big time. And the music yeah. the music they use here, was that the music of the uh, footbag for Nintendo? I feel like that was the theme. Um, I don't know. I just remember really liking the footbag uh, uh, song on the Nintendo. Yeah, it is, but it's slowed down. It doesn't yeah. sound as good. Yeah, yeah. Made me mad. I would say most of the music in this version of the game just doesn't sound as good as the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, very, very plain. Very plain Jane, and then, like, some of the timing is off. Like, 
get the skateboarding event. Like, oh, it's not. Mm. And yeah. it, it almost feels like it, it's being played through like general MIDI on a early 90s computer. Yeah. Um, but like the computer's kind of struggling to process off. Just with the timings off. Mm-hmm. You still there, Aaron? You kind of broke up there a little bit. Yeah. There you are. I broke up. You broke up. No. There you are. Was I talking? Now I'm not, or what? You're good now. Oh, yeah. I, th- I had the sound on because I was trying to hear the game. Oh, okay. It interfered or something. I don't know what the heck happened. It said stop talking. Stop <laughs> talking. <laughs> I, I like, you know, I, even though none of the tracks stand out to me there is one track i actually do kind of like just because it's calming it's the surfing track yeah do, 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 do. and then that's all i remember but <laughs> <laughs> well I, my yeah. favorite song is the die and it's just like a sad jingle oh no kidding depressing yeah, that's i'm all about the macabre so it's perfect <laughs> Actually, that's the only thing I wrote down on, on the notes for music was that sad lullaby when you crash. <laughs> that's what I called it. It's like, <laughs> Sounds like a really sad bad this. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So that takes care of pretty much the gameplay. I mean, that's that's what it is. It's that's literally it. I mean, it gets more games. fun if you play it with other people who are yeah, also... Yeah, it's yeah. just the same way with all these games. Who are also struggling... Along with you to figure out the controls, <laughs> um, yeah. so it kind of becomes like an exercise in who's going to break the controller first, <laughs> <laughs> and they get to buy dinner or buy a n- new controller. New like controller, exactly. <laughs> absolutely. Oh my! But I agree with you. Like footbag seems to be the one they put the most effort into. Kickbag. Yeah. <laughs> Kickbag. <laughs> Footboxing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> where it felt like I had the most control over my character, even though well, it's not like fantastic or anything. Um, it's still, it's the only event that like seemed like they really tried where it was like, oh yeah, like I could see, you know, the the cool thing here is that you kind of get to freestyle, right? And mm-hmm. the fact that you have more control over your character to, to try different tricks. Yeah. Even if most of it ends up just being like, I'm going to bounce this on my head 20 times. <laughs> Five in a row. Yeah. Good job. I can do that. That was the only one where like, I felt like, man, I, I'm actually doing pretty decent at this. <laughs> I'm not horrible. I hit that seagull. <laughs> I hit that Five. seagull. 800 points. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, since it's uh, flying over the, ba- the bay, wouldn't it be a bagel? I'm sorry. That was, <laughs> oh, uh, that was, oh ah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Anyone, yeah. like, you see the Golden Gate Bridge and you think a full house? I know I do. Yeah, oh, yeah. Everywhere you look. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we talked about this game. Um, graphics, we talked about that a little bit. I thought the graphics were very, very good. It had a lot of cool background. Serviceable, yes. Yeah, there, there's good to great stuff in it, but I feel like they kind of took some shortcuts. Mm-hmm. In BMX, I could only do two moves. Where are the rest yeah. of my moves? I think they took some pant cuts because the guy's not wearing <laughs> shorts anymore. Oh, no shorts allowed. <laughs> Gosh, that was awful. <laughs> oh. oh, that was a bad, bad joke. Okay. Uh. 
one ain't worse than mine. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make that funny, but it just didn't happen. Oh, <laughs> thanks for laughing. You know, there's so much that you can make funny. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, it's either the person telling the joke or it's the material. Which one is it? <laughs> I, yeah, all the jokes like I, I typed in I googled like California cheesy jokes and most of these jokes are just like really mean jokes about the colleges in California oh yeah <laughs> like like I w this one says why did Forrest Gump choose Bama over UCLA, UCLA? it says he wanted an academic challenge I'm like, these are just mean <laughs> a lot of them were like just really nasty they weren't cheesy at all so I had to really find some good ones here yeah, they're not like road pizza cheesy. Yeah, exactly. Nah, man. Nope. All right. Well, guys, does anyone have anything else to say about this before we go on to the next segment, which is retrofitted achievements? Um, not really. Just <laughs> remember to buy war, <laughs> buy war bonds, guys. <laughs> All right, retrofitted achievements. Yeah. The Channel Christians Retrofitted Achievements. Alright, I only have two. I didn't come up with any more. I bet Rob has seven. That's what I guess. Uh, yep, I got right at seven. You got it. <laughs> oh, crap. Are you serious? Yes, I've got three. <laughs> Winter chicken dinner. Oh. Ooh, okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and get my measly two out of the way. We'll just do, we'll just do that. I'll start. Aaron can go second, and then Rob can just take home all seven. Oh. So my uh, first one is step on a crack, break your mother's back, and that's hitting and falling on a crack with the roller skater. And um, my next one is actually press the A button, and I always think it's kind of funny when it says press A button, you actually just hit the A button instead of any button, because that always confuses <laughs> me. Like, do they mean press the A button or press A button? Which one are they talking about? <laughs> so that's my second achievement. <laughs> All right, Aaron, what you got? Uh, my first one is jump. That's make a jump. <laughs> uh, my next achievement is ball. Hit a ball. Oh man, that, that's. <laughs> oh man, that was, that was clever. Final achievement is head. Land on head and BMX <laughs> event. <laughs> and forfeit event. The end. Oh, you stole the show. <laughs> I tried. I, I, I like the anti humor. It's just like, it, that's, yeah. Yeah. Like, eh. yeah, I play games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, I have a half-pipe hero uh, that is actually figuring out the controls enough <laughs> not to fall or suffer a technical crash within yes. a minute and 20 seconds. My second one is half-pipe hoser, not Ooh. figuring out the controls and falling over or technical crashing in a minute and 20 seconds. Guilty. Uh, I know. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> uh, third one is Dota Man. And that is accidentally landing a trick like a Dota or a reverse Dota or a Dizzy Dean. <laughs> All right. Uh, fourth one is unwavering under waiver. Ooh. And that is making it uh, a minute uh, under a wave before wiping out. Um, oh, my gosh. All right. Fifth one, an unappealing day at the beach. <laughs> Slipping on a banana peel during an afternoon skate at the beach. I see what you did there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one is, um, oh God, I can't even read my writing. <laughs> uh, uh, I want to ride my bicycle and that is, uh, beating bicycle. the BMX stage. Um, and after all, if you say black, I say white. If you say bark, I say bite. You say shark, I say, hey man, Charles was never really my scene. So 
So there you go. That's my little queen for you. <laughs> and then uh, last one is uh, kill two birds with one foot bag. And that's just killing two birds with one foot bag. You, you, you meant kick bag. <laughs> <laughs> kick bag. Gosh. Oh, you snapped it, buddy. Oh, thank you. Snapped. I still like ball. Hit the ball. Ball. Hit the ball. <laughs> Hit a ball with your head. <laughs> it's all in the delivery, and Aaron snailed it. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like, I don't know if you guys ever played um, the WarioWare game on, on the Wii. It was the same same thing when like the guy would give you the instructions. He'd be like, okay, this time you're going to pat your head with the Wiimote. Or you're going to rub it like a diaper. And like that's how like that's how the game would talk to you. Like, I'm dead serious. Uh, good job. Um, good job. <laughs> Oh, wow. Good stuff, guys. Well, let's ask the big question here. Is California Games a gym? Is this game of Genesis gym? Is it good? Or is it garbage? Um, critical reception, very surprising on MobyGames.com. The Moby rank, which was the critic score, actually was a 71 out of 100. Uh, really shocked me. There was actually a GamePro review from January of 1992, and they gave it like a very, very high score, like an A+. They said, hey gamers, whether you're a California dude or not, this game's cool. It looks awesome and plays great, and it's like it's got stuff in it that you're not going to see anywhere else. So hit the beach or hit California games. <laughs> thought that was a little awkward. Ah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So listener feedback. Um, if anyone ever wants to go and rate the game with us, make sure you join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash Genesis Gems. Uh, we post the picture of the game before, usually a couple weeks before every show. That way it gives everyone plenty of time to get their opinion out there. So we will read those now. The first one comes in from Jared Adams. He says, definitely a gem. Always love playing this game. Not many games get so many iterations on several systems for several years. Um, Chris Vanderhoff says, better than the NES version, right? I don't know, Chris. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Andrew Kimmett says, I never played it on Genesis. I remember a friend had it on an NES, and I thought it sucked compared to the LJN classic TNC surf designs that we played often. But I was pretty, I was a pretty messed up kid, so I could be way off base. Laugh out loud, um, Andrew. I actually like TNC Surf Designs, one of the few. Yeah, LGN and I games. like the second one too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, definitely the skateboarding version, a little bit better than surfing. But anyways, Timmy Max says fun mini games. I have more experience with other ports, but I recall enjoying the game. I'd say good. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. Thanks, Timmy. Uh, Jim Jones Jim says having only played this on Atari ST, which was so awfully painful, I can only pray this is better. I'm going to give it a go before the podcast comes out. Uh, Adam Miller says, well, uh, it was garbage at it. <laughs> I was garbage at it, but I used to play it a lot as a child, so I'd say, Jim, a game I definitely need to rebuy from my collection. Uh, Rodney Clark says, loved the BMX game and the skateboarding events. And the last one comes from Brian Rapallo, says, like the cover. So there you go. That was a very short. <laughs> There's usually a lot more. So, guys, uh, step up your game, guys. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Maybe come on, get... dude. Gosh, come on. Um, so, I'm going to wrap it up for me. This this was a little hard. I was kind of teetering on garbage and good, good bitch, But... I'm going to go ahead, uh, maybe nostalgia's sake, and just say this is just good. Um, even though some of these games were frustrating, I still had fun playing it. Uh, it was fun trying to figure it out again, uh, seeing what my high score would be. 
Um, and it was, it was just very, it wasn't a game I had to prep a lot for the show, which was kind of nice. Uh, you know, coming off games like uh, Shining in the Darkness and some of the other things we played, this was a very kind of laid-back game, easy to play, easy to uh, take notes on and things like that. But uh, didn't have any uh, real regrets playing it. thought it was kind of fun. I'll probably play it again in the future. But uh, definitely can't say Jim, um, and I don't want to say Garbage because I actually did have a little fun playing this game. So uh, I'm going with Just Good. How about you guys? Um, ooh, I'll, I'll save my comments for last. I'll let Rob go. Oh, okay. surprise swing vote. <laughs> um, I, I'm with you, Nick. I, uh, I actually, for some reason, and I don't, I can't even put my finger on it. The game has some kind of charm for me. I don't know what it is. I think I will go back and play this game, especially now that I actually figured out the controls. <laughs> uh, it took a while, but you know, I was starting to get it as we were getting um, into this review. Um, some of the strengths I thought were some of the backgrounds I thought were really nice uh, uh, and dynamic. You know, things were always moving. There were some pretty interesting sprites in the background. I like the fact that you can uh, have up to nine players. That's a pretty cool touch. If I only had nine friends, geez. Uh, weaknesses, though, controls were very awkward and clunky but now that i actually am starting to get used to them it's not been that debilitating for me um i think it really could have capitalized on more of the the whole 80s and 90s feel with just more colors you know more vibrant neon colors <laughs> i i just i don't know why i just think if you're going to do um mini games like this and have a whole california theme and everything with with skating and um you know hacky sack and, and and everything else bmx i mean come on you gotta really go for it and, and make it as colorful and and day glow as you possibly can uh so i need more neon i agree i agree <laughs> with that yeah because uh some of the other games have that and this one's just kind of more yes it's prettier in some ways the sprites are a little more detailed of course which is what you would expect but some of the backgrounds or some of the it's a lot of green a lot of brown i'd like to have some neon like like aaron said it's just anything there just capitalizing on that old classic 80s nostalgia would have made this game a little bit more fun but again i i don't think it's garbage. This is more like expired milk. It's not quite in the uh, not quite in the trash can. I might even take another sip of it before it completely goes bad. Um, and it's another analogy, I guess, for for food. It's like it's a few good toppings on a kind of okay pizza. You know, it, it's a tolerable experience. I will say it's just good, barely just good for me. But. I will play it again, so I'll shut up now. I know that was long and rambly, but take it away, Aaron. That's okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I do have some nostalgia for this game and for the NES version, and you know, even the Master System version, even though I didn't grow up with that one so much. Um, but I feel like though this is the best-looking version, for some reason, like they really cut down some stuff and made the controls kind of worse. And for that reason, a game that like I would play only for nostalgia has kind of gotten worse. And like the BMX event, like where'd all the moves go? Um, kind of frustrating. And just a few other little things. There's no more. Like they don't. That what kind of gave it flavor was having some of those brands in there. They kind of split your teams up by. Um, so there's things that like are just gone. Kind of frustrate me. It's tolerable, but 
I don't know. I kind of, I, I read it as garbage, and uh, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, like man. it's, that's a rare garbage for me. Um, I do not give out garbage a lot. Um, I usually take it out. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, guys, it's a garbage for me. But you know, I'm not, not hating on Nova Trade so much. They've made some good stuff. I do like Echo the Dolphin, but uh, this one, I think there's just, especially moving to 16-bit, I. Th- think they really like could have won they could have had the flying disc event they could have added 10 more events and had space i think because this was originally made for a, a computer system that that like debuted in 1982 guys like come on they <laughs> couldn't add more content than what was in that game that's just kind of shocking to me so with that said, I feel like it's a little too bare bones for a 16-bit port. Man, all right. Well, uh, since Rob and I thought it was good, and a lot of the uh, listeners kind of just had the good on there, I'm going to have to lay the gavel down and call this one just good. Man, so all right. uh, pulling, up yeah. the ra- pulling up the ranking sheet here. Uh, Aaron, I don't think I updated the website since the last time we did this. So. <laughs> um, I do have the updated spreadsheet here, though. So, like, we the, still have a website, though, right? We like do have a website. Sure it's not like gone. <laughs> no, it's it's good. I we just paid the uh, updated domain fee a little bit ago, so that's no that's the good old January surprise. <laughs> yep. Well, good thing is we had a little cash in there because we got Patreon support. Thank you all thank so much. You for that. Oh, thank yeah, you guys. Thank you all for that. So, um, I'm gonna go over the list here a little bit. So we kind of. And we all kind of hovered from good to garbage, and I think it probably needs a fall in the bottom of the good. Yeah, I'm um, with. Yeah. When you're looking at our list, our first garbage is last battle, and our first good is or, or our okay. Let's take that back. The last good is Crystal's Ponytail, and the first garbage is last battle. Um, do you guys think this game's better than Crystal Ponytail? Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe one notch above that. Yes. Um, it's hard for me to say it's better. It's not better than Chester <laughs> Cheetah because I don't really like Chester Cheetah at all. You love that game. <laughs> oh, I hate that game. But I'll agree with you guys. I will. We'll put it. This is what we're gonna do. Chester Cheetah, too cool to fool. It was good on episode 18. It's ranked number 56 right now. So right underneath that, will we be putting California Games, ranked number 57 on our list? California Games is just good, which now makes Crystal's Ponytail ranked 58. Underneath that, you have Last Battle now at 59 slaughter sport 60 barney's hide and seek 61 technoclop 62 last action here is 63 and the worst game we have ever reviewed on this show at number 64 is heavy nova we need more bad games yeah we only have, have six them. garbage games that's all we have yeah oh yeah. they're gonna happen yep <laughs> there's more chevy nova we're yep. yes so. six garbage games 20 good games and 38 gems is what we covered so far on this show here's what still gets me um how do we review one of the worst games of all time and then how does it get a sequel <laughs> how, how did that happen i don't know greenlit that i mean the same thing happened with rise of the robots that game got a sequel <laughs> someone said hey this sold enough copies yeah this deserves like another E.T. like hey we should like bring out et2 <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> didn't happen didn't happen well guys this is some good news um we had a poll out there to decide what we're going to be playing next it was between Oh gosh, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. What well, the game that won is a classic, Ghouls and Ghosts. 
Yeah. Can't I wait. I actually have this one. Can't wait. Love this game. I oh, shouldn't have said that. Sorry, spoilers, guys. Can't wait to play ah! this game. <laughs> it's going to be a good oh, one. I don't know what you're talking about. Hopefully, we can get uh, Rob back, and we'll hopefully sure. we'll definitely be inviting Landon and Josh as well as we always do. I'll set up a Facebook event, you all, so don't worry about that. Um, hopefully, get that out in a couple weeks as well. Um, very excited. And then after that, we have another cool game. I'm not going to announce it yet, but uh, we're, we're, we're coming into some good ones. we got to start covering some garbage after this, though, because it's getting a little too uh, one-sided again. <laughs> I kept saying Beast Wrestler, here we come. Beast Wrestler, yes. I kept saying twenty Adventures of Mighty Max, but I kept saying twenty seventeen oh was going to be the year of garbage, and we didn't get that many garbage. So. <laughs> Had a couple, but uh, yeah, guys, really appreciate you listening. Uh, make sure you go to our website genesisgymspodcast dot com. Find all of our links there, and uh, all the Patreon supporters. Thank you so much. If you're not a Patreon supporter, uh, just consider it. One dollar a month will get you all the episodes we release on Patreon. I believe it's over ten now. So really appreciate you all sticking with us. We are a little bit under our goal now. It, it kind of hovers from ninety dollars to like a hundred dollars is our goal because that pretty much takes care of everything. Um, if you really wanted to get with me and find out, you know, I think everything kind of averaged out to like eighty-five, ninety dollars a month. When you look at it long term, uh, some of that money goes back into the podcast to buy prizes for those who do support. So that's kind of the trade-off there. But uh, we are definitely not pocketing anything. I think the only thing we've ever actually did is buy Aaron a, a pop filter. So <laughs> that's the only yes, thing we ever did. Using it now, and he yes. he needed it, and I'm gonna need one now because I actually have a sock over top of my uh, uh, microphone right now. So it doesn't <laughs> smell real good. No, I'm kidding. It's a clean sock, <laughs> but. Yeah, so we definitely appreciate you all. Patreon.com slash Genesis Gems. $1 a month gets you all kinds of good stuff. And if you wanted to do more, there's all kinds of people who really enjoy the uh, the Hawkster uh, greeting. Landon will go on and do his hockey little Hawkster voice and tell you how great you are for supporting. And uh, <laughs> There was one in particular where he didn't pronounce the guy's last name very well, and he said something like, Grammar's not quite the Hawkster's thing, dude. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just love how Landon does that. So A lot of love into that. and uh, Everyone seems to like it, so we uh, usually play it on one of the shows and we also send that mp3 to you directly uh, via email so appreciate that um, we got some other cool stuff coming and Aaron's still going to be writing some songs yes, got a sir. retro junk box coming I'm hoping to launch that in February got to get enough people involved in that to make it good um, there's only a few people who qualify for the retro junk box on Patreon but I'm trying to get some interest of some of the retro junkie community podcasters uh, to kind of be part of that as well so we can get some real cool stuff in there so patreon.com slash gems go check that out um, do you guys have anything to add? Uh, I was going to say maybe if we teamed up with, uh, heaven forbid, two dudes since they're doing a, a box also. Yeah, maybe. Considering some of their Patreon, their patrons actually put in Genesis stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and, and all joking aside, I think about Michael and I kind of compared about 70%. Of both of our patrons <laughs> support both shows, <laughs> so, right? <laughs> so we got our communities kind of intertwined. So I think we that's really crossover. cool. Very cool. Yeah. Really cool. So. Two dudes in an S dot com. Sure, why not? Oh, I gotta edit that out. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just not you, Nick. Yeah, yeah. I have nothing to say. That's just speechless now. I can't yeah, believe I said two that. Two hoes just in an S. That's what I call them. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rob, do you want to plug anything? You got Turtle Flex going uh, on? Oh yeah, just just doing that. Um, yeah, if you want to follow along, if you're a Ninja Turtle fan, it's all family friendly. We just talk about uh, classic comics uh, and just move our way all the way up to the new stuff and you know anything Ninja Turtles we can. And uh, thank you guys so so much for having me on again. 
Uh, I have a resolution this year to try to be on as many gem shows as I can because uh, I always love hanging with you guys and talking about games. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you'll have me. So if you're like, no way, that's too much, Rob, then I understand. You just got to give us a warning before you come. <laughs> so you won't show up? <laughs> oh, well. And uh, Aaron, anything you want to plug? You got your SoundCloud out there? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, well, I make music under the name Dia, D-Y-A. Um, on my SoundCloud, though, it's still my old name. It's SoundCloud.com slash Diagamblic, uh, which is D-I-A-G-A-M-B-L-I-C. If you look up Aaron Hickman or look up Dia, you'll find me, and I'm sure Nick will put a link in the show notes. And I've got some more Sega music on the way, so stay tuned. And I've, I actually owe, I think it's Andrew Coed, a song up next. And I forget who else. I'll give you a list. <laughs> yeah, give me a list. I'll give you a list. Because I've, I've definitely got like a song a week challenge that I'm failing to meet right now. That I'm, <laughs> I need to do. So, I don't have anything else going on, so if you guys just want to send me money for no reason, you can send me a PayPal. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I would also like money. Yeah, I would also like money. <laughs> <laughs> you can also send me money. Though. Yeah. But, uh, definitely appreciate it, guys. Uh, appreciate the support, the listens. Until next time, we will catch you all later. Later, guys. Catch you later. Sweet.